everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup. Welcome to the Great Big Yes podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this is week 1,099,000 in our social distancing experiment. I have no idea what week it is, actually. I think it's week three um, that we've been asked to be home, possibly week four. Um, but it's April 6th, 2020, and it's a Monday. And so I am coming to you because I want to talk to you about the fact that we can't control our circumstances. And for many of us, this may feel like a slap in the face. This may be the first time that you've realized that you can't control your circumstances. And if it is, God love you, right? More power to you. I mean, if you've led a life where you've... um, been lulled into thinking that you are the master of the universe and all things will go your way, um, then like I said, more power to you, but awaken you must. And so it is time for all of us to awaken to the fact that we can't control our outside circumstances. But the good news is we can control our character. And our character is what happens inside of us. Our character is, I looked it up you guys, and our character is defined as the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. So here's the thing. What matters most is not the external circumstances. What matters most is internal transformation. What matters most is owning internal strength and internal courage and internal character. So if our character is defined by the mental and moral qualities that are distinctive to us, let's unpack that. You know, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, I'm always talking about our mindset, our thoughts, taking every thought captive. And it says in scripture, not only to take every thought captive, but it says in Romans 12 too, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if we're defined by our mental and moral qualities, if that's what defines our character, how do we choose our mental and moral qualities? How do we um, control those things within ourselves? How do we make choices so our character is strong and resilient and empowered? right? And so we're going to take every thought captive. That's our mindset, our mental qualities. And then our moral qualities are our beliefs, right? Our soul, our heart, our faith. And this is where we get into serving others. This is where we get into um, trusting God. So it's both. It's not I'm just going to blindly trust God, but it's I'm going to trust God and 
I'm going to work on the mental stuff as well, which means I'm going to be informed. I'm going to make good decisions. I'm going to listen to the experts. I'm going to disseminate the information, right? So it's mind and soul, mind and heart that that determine what our character is, right? And so we can't control all of the circumstances in our life, but we can control our character. And so this whole situation here is an exercise in going internal instead of always making our worth or our identity based on external circumstances. Because guess what, you guys? The jig is up. It doesn't matter externally what's going on if your internal situation, your internal character is a mess. If you're internally not solid, then external circumstances changing will ruin you. They will destroy you. But if your internal is strong, if your character is strong, if your mental and your moral character character is strong, then external circumstances can't ruin you. Will it affect you? 100% it will affect you. Are there many people right now who are struggling because their businesses they've worked for their whole lives are going out of business? Yes, 100%. And that's horrible. And I feel for them and I'm praying for them. Are there people right now who are not healthy, who are struggling with their physical health? Yes, and we're praying for them. Are there people right now who are scared? Yes. Are there people right now who are anxious? Yes. And all of that is real and we're not saying it's not real. But what I'm really interested in doing is giving you tools to help you develop the character that you can control, that you do have agency over so that external circumstances, external limitations, external change won't kill you, won't make you depressed, won't make you anxious. So I read today in the devotional um, that I'm doing, I read that um, the greatest enemies of the peace within are worry and fear. We have no control over the reality that in this world we will have trouble, but we do have control over, over whether we decide to allow our hearts to be troubled. While worry will rob our joy Fear will steal our freedom. For what we fear establishes the boundaries of our freedom. What we fear has mastery over our souls. Depression is how your soul processes regret. And anxiety is how your soul processes fear. When we are anxious, we lose our strength. When we are afraid, we lose our courage. But when we have found peace, we have both the strength and the courage to live the lives we were created to live. Worry will rob our joy. Fear will steal our freedom. You guys, this 
whole situation that we find ourselves in right now, the scariest thing of all, I believe, is the fear. If we let fear overtake us, that is more damaging than any external circumstance, than any virus. Because there is a virus of fear And it infiltrates your entire life, your mind, your soul, your heart, your peace, your physical body, all of it. You literally can be sick with fear and sick with anxiety. And so how do we combat this, right? We can know this as an intellectual concept. We can spend our whole lives even thinking we're super spiritually um, enlightened, And something like this hits and our whole body recoils in fear. And so I want to just invite you into wiping all of the slate clean and saying, whatever I knew before, it's, I need to, I need a refresher. Whatever I thought I knew, I need a refresher. Whatever is happening now, I need new tools. This is unprecedented and I need new tools. And so I want to help you with those tools. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I love the model. It was created by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. And she talks about how to um, really manage your thoughts. And so the model is there's a circumstance. And that's how it starts. And so there's a circumstance right now, you guys. We have been asked to practice social distancing. So when you think of the circumstance What I just said is we have been asked to practice social distancing. That's a fact. A circumstance has to be a fact. It has to be something that the statement that I just said, everyone that's listening would agree with. So let me give you an example of what would not be considered a circumstance, which you wouldn't want to put in the circumstance line to practice the model. You wouldn't want to do... Um, you do, you have to start with something neutral like that. We have been asked to practice social distancing. That is a fact. What is not a fact that you could say, or someone might say in a situation like this is, um, well, we're all going to get sick or, well, the whole world is shut down. Those are thoughts. Believe it or not, those are thoughts. And when you take each of those thoughts captive, you understand that we're not all going to get sick and you understand that the whole world is not shut down. And so you can start saying, okay, what, that's a thought. What is the actual circumstance? And so the circumstance leads to the thought, right? So let's go back to the original circumstance. We have been asked to practice social distancing. Our thought about that is going to determine our feelings, our actions, and our results. So for instance, if my thought about that is, okay, so the circumstances we've all been asked to practice social distancing. If my thought is, oh my gosh, this is so scary, we're all going to get sick. That's going to lead to a feeling of no hope, depression, anxiety, defeat. So my actions will be to sit around watching Netflix, just kind of withdraw, give up, don't work out, don't take care of myself, whatever, we're all going to get sick, we're all going to die. This is so scary. And you may think that this is so scary is just a fact. 
but you're actually choosing that thought to be scared. Another thought is this is so overwhelming. That's a thought. It's not fact, but a lot of people will say, no, Sue, it's a fact. I'm I'm overwhelmed. This is overwhelming. Well, that's still a choice. Overwhelm is a choice. I know we don't like to hear that. We like to blame. Like these things are happening to us. We're just overwhelmed. Um, So anyway, back to the circumstance. We've all been asked to practice social distancing. If our thought from that is this is so scary, we're all going to get sick. Our feeling then is depression, no hope. And our actions are giving up, withdrawing. And then our results are we actually become sick with fear and anxiety. We get stuck and there's no personal growth. So if we pay attention to that thought line and we change our thought, we take every thought captive and we see how this changes our feelings, our actions, and our results, right? So the circumstances... The same. We have been pract- we have been asked to practice social distancing. The thought is, I don't know what will happen, but I'll follow the instructions and stay informed. I trust that God's got me. Then the feeling from that is empowerment, hope, faith, courage. The actions are, I'll stay informed, I'll pay attention to myself, I'll pay attention to others, I'll see needs in myself and others, I'll be able to take care of myself and others. And then the results are, I grow stronger internally, in my mind, in my faith. And then I have the ability to endure without losing hope, optimism. And I have the ability to encourage and serve others. So we're not ignoring our thoughts like, wow, this is overwhelming. But what we're doing is we're leading ourselves to thoughts that serve us. We're leading ourselves to thoughts that someone of our mind and of our morals would be thinking. Someone of our character would be thinking. And if you don't think those things automatically... It's okay. This is an opportunity to really look at your thoughts and say, why is that thought popping up for me? Am I still believing an old lie? Did somebody in my family once say or always say things like, well, it never works out for us? Or, well, that's for other people. Or, well, I'm always let down. Do you yourself think everything always goes wrong? It's never going to work out. Do you think those things? Have you adopted those thoughts from your childhood? Is it time to get rid of those? So what I believe is happening right now, and it's a collective consciousness, the whole world is in the same boat. We're all kind of stopping everything. And we can no longer be defined right in this moment as what we're producing because a lot of us have been halted in our production. And so we're saying, okay, the universe is saying, God is saying, the world is saying, everyone is saying to us, it's time to go inside. It's time to look at what you can control. It's time to look at your mindset and your morality, your character, It's time to look at your heart and soul. It's time to ask yourself the tough questions. It's time to dig deep. Because 
everything that you are is not dependent on what's outside there in the world. It's what's inside of you. And that's good news because you can control that regardless of what's happening out there in the world. So you can use any circumstance to practice, but I would say in this time, practice with the circumstance being we have been asked to practice social distancing. And just ask yourself, maybe this week all you can do is figure out your thoughts on that. Take a piece of paper, write down, we have been asked to practice social distancing. And then write down every thought that comes up for you. And then write down every feeling that comes up when you read those thoughts. And then think about, based on those feelings, how are you acting? And then based on those actions, what are your results? And if you're happy with your results, that's great. But many of us have a result of anxiety and fear and worry. And that's a lack of freedom. And so we want to take it back to the thought line and say, what are we thinking about this circumstance? Because that is controlling everything that we're doing and feeling. And it's going to ultimately control our results. So ask yourself, if you want to start by your feeling, like maybe you don't know what you're thinking. Maybe you just know that you're feeling anxiety. Maybe you just know, oh my goodness, I'm feeling really wound up here. You can ask yourself from there, okay, well, what thought is causing this anxiety? What other thought would help me feel better and lead to empowered action? And how might I change my thought? And I thought it was interesting when I looked up what character meant and it said that it's the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Because what I understand from that, and I, I just know from practicing um, all of this, is that our thoughts often come from our beliefs, right? And it may sound simple to change a thought, but it's not always simple because it's based on an underlying belief. It's based on a worldview. How do you see the world? And this is why in Great Big Yes, we talk about foundation before we talk about focus and mindset and all of that. Because what is your foundation? Do you know and believe that God loves you and that you were created with a plan and a purpose in mind? That's going to make a difference for you. That's going to make a difference in how you think and how you feel. So mindset and morality. I think it's so interesting. The mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. And maybe as a practice today, if you're bored and you have time on your hands, which many of us do, you can write down, what are the mental qualities that I see in myself? What are the moral qualities I see in myself? And maybe this will bring up words you haven't thought of in a long time, ideas and concepts that you haven't thought of in a long time. Maybe you'll be thinking about resilience. Maybe you'll thinking, be thinking about loyalty or how you respond to authority. Maybe you'll be looking at trusting and 
trusting God, trusting others, having faith. Maybe you'll be thinking about things like possibility and opportunity, growth, transformation, personal development. I don't know what will come up for you. I can't predict it. But what I do know is that you can control your character. You can decide if you're in a place where you start looking at yourself and you say, I don't like my thoughts and my feelings right now and I don't know how to change them. You have the freedom and the opportunity in this time to start looking at a different way of being. You can take the model and put something in the results line that you want. You can say, I want to be a person of character who has faith and trust and doesn't fall into fear every time there's uncertainty. You can start with the end in mind. That was a concept I learned through Stephen Covey so many years ago in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We begin with the end in mind. It's kind of like when you're in class and the teacher in high school had you write your obituary. So maybe you start thinking, who do I want to be? What do I want my legacy to be? What do I want people to remember about me? How do I want to show up? And then what kind of mindset and morality does that person have? What kind of character does that person have? And what do I need to believe? What do I need to think? How do I need to feel to be that person? And sometimes we try to take on some of those qualities in advance of feeling them. And I think that's okay if that works for you. To just say, I'm going to trust God. And then finding ways to do so. Getting in his word, being in community of other believers, praying. Or if you say, I want to be the kind of person who's strong physically. But you're not that person yet. It's time for you to start behaving like that person. So yes, maybe you're not strong physically right now. But what would a strong, a physically strong person choose to do today? They would choose to work out. They would choose to feed themselves nourish, good nourishing foods, right? So you start behaving like the person you want to become. And it all starts with our thoughts. And the recognition that you can control some things. You can't control all of the circumstances in your life. But you can control your character. And at the end of this time, I hope and pray that we'll all look back and think, thank you for the experience of growing and transforming my character. I hope that we leave this time of social distancing or physical distancing. We leave this time better than we came in. Stronger, more courageous, more in touch with ourselves. Internally invincible. That's what I hope for all of us. And I know 
that this is hard work and this is simplified to kind of tell you all this in 20 minutes. But I wanted to keep it simple because I, I think we have to start there. And so I, go, I went ahead and I made a PDF and I want you guys to go over to greatbigyes.com and grab a hold of it. Um, I want you to practice this and let me know what questions you have about it. If you want to practice, if you want coaching, all the information about one-on-one -on -one coaching is in there. If you want to join Team Yes, um, we do a lot of this work within Team Yes. And I would love to have you on the team. That's a membership. So all the information is at greatbigyes.com. But you guys, we can't control our circumstances, but we can control our character. And it's important that we do this so we don't fall into a victim mentality. You'll notice a lot of people out there blaming others, whether they're blaming the government, whether they're blaming other countries, whether they're blaming the guy down the street, whether they're yelling at people for letting their kids out, whether they're judging people for wearing a mask, whether they're judging people for hoarding toilet paper, you'll see a lot of blame. And the only thing blame does is it totally robs us of our power because what we're doing is we're pushing our power out externally, again, afraid to look at ourselves internally. People who blame do not have agency right now over their lives. They're not looking internally. They're not working on their character. And a lot of people use blame and victimhood as an escape from any accountability for their own life. And the truth is, at some point, it's all going to come home to roost. Let it come home now. Let's get this work started. Because blaming doesn't get us anywhere. Judging doesn't get us anywhere. Everyone's on their own journey. And listen to me, you got enough to work on inside of you personally. You don't have time to be judging other people. And when we get through this, no longer will the excuse, I haven't had time, hold. It won't hold any water because we all have time now and the time is now and now is the time you guys we're here and we're on the precipice of something great and transformational and it begins inside of you so i hope you head over to greatbigyes.com you can get the worksheet um, let me know if you have any questions or anything i want to work with you on this i want to help you in this i'm praying for you in this and I just love to pray, pray us out. God, I just ask for your intervention here in America and all around the world, God, that we would be transformed by this situation that we find ourselves in, this circumstance that we have no control over, God, that our thoughts would lead us to remember that we trust you, God, that you love us and that your plans for us are good. God, you say that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We ask that you come in and renew our minds. God, we ask that you show us who we are. God, that you remind us that we have agency over our life. That you created us with a mind, a heart, and a soul. That we are individuals and we're on an individual journey. But in this situation, 
It's a collective consciousness. It's a universal transformation, God, that you have something bigger at play here that you are trying to teach us. And you're inviting us into a whole new experience of who we are and how we live. And so, God, I ask you to come in and be with us. Be with us in our fear. Be with us in our worry. Be with us in our anxiety. Be with us in our sickness. Be with the helpers. Be with the servers. Be with the innovators. Be with the scientists. Be with the doctors. Be with the nurses. Be with the teachers. Be with the parents. Be with every single soul here on earth. Show us what you have for us. Help us enter into lives that are beautiful and powerful and that we can live from a place where we're inside out, right? That we know that what matters and what's internal is inside of us and that we can let go of anything external that we have to let go of, that we're being asked to let go of, that we know that true wealth lies inside of us, God, because you are in there. Show us the way. Lead us. We trust you. Amen. And be well, you guys. I love you. I thank you for being here. Um, again, I, I have uh, the PDF over on greatbigyes.com and I hope that you um, make use of it. All right. Keep saying yes, you guys. We've got this.